Our scripture reading for today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 56. It can be found in our regular print Bible on page 57 and on our large print Bible on page 80. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped with joy. For blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in, their thought, in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. So today we have reached the fourth installment of this Closer to Home sermon series inspired by sanctified art, where all of the scripture readings of Advent are framed by the theme of some aspect of home. So on the first Sunday, we reflected on what it was like to truly feel at home somewhere or with someone, and how we can describe God's love as that good feeling of truly feeling at home. But then we named how hard it is to truly feel at home because the places and, and people that make up our home, whether it be our household or our nation or world, well, they're not perfect and the people are not perfect. And it leaves us homesick, pain about home, wishing, hoping that things will be better. And as Christians, we have hope that God's grace will indeed make our home see a better tomorrow. On the second Sunday of Advent, we talked about keeping space for God, that just as one needs to find a place to lay down the foundation of a new home, we need to make room in our lives to just let God work, and not in the ways that we expect to let God work, but to just let God be God and do God things. Last week, Pastor Greg was up here along with his wife, Amy Behrend, uh, co-founders of Mor the Moravian Ministry You Belong, where here they reflected on the ways in which we are called to include others, or in the terms of home, perhaps making a bigger home or a bigger table for us all. Because we know that there are still people who don't feel at home no matter where they are. 
And with the love of Christ, we hope that one day all people will have opportunities to truly feel that love, to truly feel like they are at home. So now we come to today. And today in scripture, we see how important safe spaces are, safe spaces like homes, and how important the trustworthy people are that make those places feel safe. So I hope that we do have safe spaces in our lives, safe spaces to retreat to when things get chaotic, uh, a loving circle of people that you can trust with just about anything. I hope we have those different spaces in our lives. So often in scripture, God is described as that type of person or being or place that can be trusted in all situations. God is a source of strength, as it says in scripture, a shield, a fortress, a refuge, a massive bird covering you with her protective wings, a shepherd who will find you, a healer who will bandage you up. There are countless ways that God is described as one who protects and keeps us safe. But in Mary's case here, it's a little bit different because it seems like God is the one that she needs a bit of protection from. Granted, Mary was searching for safety for other reasons, too, as being poor and unwed and a pregnant teenager, well, she wasn't exactly set up to succeed by societal standards of that time, and that could be putting it lightly. There could be dangerous situations that she could be put in because of that. So because of all of that itself, she most certainly needed a place like Elizabeth's home and Elizabeth herself, a trusted older relative in her life for support. But it wasn't just those things that Mary needed some protection from, from some space from. It wasn't just that that prompted Mary to stay with Elizabeth for three months. It was actually God, or rather God's messenger. In the chunk of scripture that comes right before today's reading, the part we did not read, Mary is approached by the angel Gabriel. And that famous scene where Gabriel says, really tells her, you will have a son. Name him Jesus, and he will be the son of, son of the Most High. You will give birth to the Son of God. Now, upon that really good news, the basis of the entire gospel story, the entire good news story, this was supposed to be good news, maybe ultimately, but in that moment, Mary doesn't seem excited. Yes, we read about her singing today, but before we get there, Let's observe her reaction to the angel himself. So Mary doesn't seem excited after Gabriel gave that news. She's not heaping praise on God. She's not jumping up and down for joy. She didn't even say, thank you. Mary said, let it be. Which sounds like a biblical way of saying, well, it is what it is. God's going to do what God does, and it is what it is. And then she leaves. And she doesn't just turn around and to, to leave Gabriel and go back home and sleep. No, she leaves. She books it out of town. It specifically says she made haste to go find Elizabeth. So it kind of looks like God, or Gabriel, God's messenger, initially scared her away. And honestly, who could blame her? I haven't seen an angel like that. So... She goes and seeks out a safe place. She seeks out refuge, sanctuary with Elizabeth. 
Now, Elizabeth plays an extremely important role here in Luke's version of the Christmas story. And to lead into that, I want to talk about a word that I just used, because I used it with intention, and that word is sanctuary. Today, we use the word sanctuary in primarily three contexts, to describe a place of worship, to talk about refugee resettlement and their destination, and a wildlife preservation. Safety and protection are common attributes of sanctuaries, and Mary certainly found that with Elizabeth, but it's the root of the word that I want to call our attention to. Because sanctuary comes from the Latin root sanctus, which means holy. So a sanctuary is not just a safe place, it's a holy place too. It's where God is seen and felt, and it's where people or animals or plants feel blessed. Elizabeth's house is the epitome of a sanctuary for Mary here in this story. And we heard what happened. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry. Remember, she's in a sanctuary where people come to be blessed. And the very first words that Elizabeth says to Mary are, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she, blessed is she, who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. So immediately upon hearing Mary's greeting, which I think can be assumed was an extended greeting that Mary gave Elizabeth, telling her everything that just happened to her, Elizabeth let Mary know that she was blessed, that she was holy because God was indeed with her and calling upon her to do something wonderful. And that was exactly what Mary needed to hear to have a breakthrough, because suddenly the praise was there in the song and the courage and the willingness to follow God's leading was there in her words. My soul magnifies the Lord. It's one and the same. If anything, it amplifies God's will even more. So notice here that none of this type of reaction, the song, none of it came through when Mary was called to do what God called her to do the first time. Notice that none of that positive reaction came through when she was in the presence of the angel Gabriel in what many would describe as a very holy moment. Mary wasn't reacting that way. She reacted positively for the first time to this calling after a conversation with an ordinary trusted person. Not an angel, a person. Elizabeth is so important to this story because she is the one that provided sanctuary for Mary. She is the one who helped Mary see how important she is, how holy she is, and how blessed she is because of God. So God bless Elizabeth here, because who knows where the gospel story would be without her. You know, providing sanctuary is an incredibly important power that we have all been given. Because we can be the ones that encourage someone else to pursue something that they've been called to do. And we can be the ones that identify a passion, an idea, a desire to do good, a tug at the heartstrings, a gut feeling. We can be the ones to interpret those things for others and say, you know, you should probably pay attention to that. That might be God trying to talk to you here. 
we can be the ones to affirm God's voice and affirm God's calling for them. We can be the ones to help others realize that they are indeed blessed and holy. And in a world of increased uncertainty, in a world where mental health continues to struggle for all of us, and negative self-talk might overwhelm our minds, and cyberbullying is a thing, and not just in our schools, but we've seen it all over social media, second-guessing and harsh criticisms and armchair quarterbacks all over the place, boy, do we ever need safe and holy spaces with trustworthy people where we are told that we are indeed a blessing to others and where we are encouraged to act with our hearts and do good and be a blessing. So if you are in need of that safe and holy space, if you are in need of sanctuary, I hope that you will find it with someone here, because I know that this church is full of trustworthy people who can do just that. And if you are someone that can support others, which could be one and the same as needing that holy space and sanctuary, for we all need that too. But if you are someone called to support others, I hope that you can find the opportunity to bless someone else with your encouragement and your affirmation of God's calling to them. So thanks be to God for sanctuary. Thanks be to God for Elizabeth, for Mary, for holy spaces, for trustworthy people, for encouragement and affirmation, and for the good that God inspires us all to do. Amen. <laughs>